Today's verse is Romans 3.12. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans, one verse at a time. Uh, so in this, uh, we're in this section that is uh, like Paul's big conclusion to the the, the, the first part um, of of his letter to the Romans, where he's essentially telling the telling the church in Rome that they're all sinners. None of them are righteous. They all need to repent. Um, and what he's doing here in this section is piling on Old Testament uh, scripture to make his point. He's essentially he's saying, "Don't take my word for it." Um, take the, you know, take the Old Testament's word for it. Um, take the prophet's word for it. Take the psalmist's word for it. Um, he's saying, he's grounding his argument in the, in the Old Testament, which is great. And today, um, today he's, uh, he's, he's going back. My ESV study Bible says that this is, um, the, the cites this to Psalm 14, three, which we talked about two days ago. Um, it, it's saying that the first three verses of this, you know, of, of, of these sections are all from Psalm 14. Um, but Tim Keller makes an interesting uh, addition, an, adi- an additional citation. He adds Isaiah uh, 53, 6 to, um, uh, to, to, to this citation um, that, that all have turned aside together. They've become worthless. Um, and I, I, so I looked at Isaiah 53, 6, and, and I totally agree. I mean, I think Isaiah 53, 6 fits perfectly with this. And so I want to talk for a little while about Isaiah 53, 6. Um, this, is, this is part of the fourth and final um, of Isaiah's servant songs. Um, it's frequently quoted in the New Testament because it describes the coming Messiah. It, um, it, it, it talks about how there is one to come um, let me flip to it. He talks about how there's there's one to come who is uh, who's coming to to you know to save us. Um, you know he explains how the the coming holy one can bless uh, sinful people and you know a, a sinful nation. It says all all of the my ESV study Bible says that all the promises of God will come true for them because the suffering and triumphant servant removes their guilt before God by his sacrifice, and so. Embedded within this um, this servant song, the final servant song, is um, is is a passage that fits perfectly with what Paul's trying to do. And and I'm I, you know I'm I'm curious if Paul intended intended to, to cite Isaiah fifty three uh, here, but um, it's uh, the it's Isaiah fifty three six. I'm going to back up and just start reading from from fifty three four, um, so that you can get a full picture of of what's happening here. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So that's Isaiah 
53, 4 through 6. And, and that, you know, this morning I just sort of got blown away by, by that. Um, you know, I, sheep, Isaiah talks about sheep. I mean, he's calling, he's, he's calling us sheep and saying that we've gone astray. And, and that's, that fits perfectly with what's, with the point that Paul's trying to make. Sheep are, uh, sheep are these incredibly flawed animals. Um, so they, sheep will eat everything in sight. If they're, um, if they're in a, um, you know, in a pasture, uh, pasture, or if they've got a lot of grass, they're going to keep eating and they're going to eat until they become, you know, sick. Um, they all, sheep also follow blindly. Um, there are stories of sheep, like just following the sheep in front of them off cliffs, um, or into, you know, rivers cause they, uh, they can't swim. So if they go into a pond, that wool, their wool coat's going to drown them. Um, they're also helpless against predators. Uh, so it, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're totally, totally helpless by themselves. And they're also prone to, while they, while they will follow when they're going to a place, they also are prone to wander and stray. Um, but here's the, here's the cool thing about sheep. A, a good shepherd can fix all of those things. They can, they can stop, uh, sheep from wandering. They can calm sheep are also very like skittish. So sheep, a, a, a like known shepherd to a, to a sheep can calm them down. Um, a, a, a good shepherd can also protect them. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a good shepherd will also, um, keep the sheep from eating too much. So what they'll, what a good shepherd will do when they're in a green pasture, uh, where there's a lot of grass in order to get them to stop eating, a good shepherd will, will make sheep lie down in, in green pastures in order to stop eating. He'll make sheep lie down in green, in green pastures. Um, and he'll also lead them, um, Besides still waters so that they, if they, so they won't fall into, you know, a river and drown. Um, he'll lead them beside still waters. I hope you're hearing Psalm 23 in there. Uh, that's a, that's a well-known one. I think a lot of us know Psalm 23. Um, that's the good shepherd. That's what a good shepherd will, 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 will do for us. Um, that's what a good shepherd will do for, for sheep. Uh, so going back now to, to Romans 3.12, uh, where we where we started this morning, um, it says, "All have turned aside; together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one." You know, a flock that has turned aside from from its shepherd, together it's worthless. It's gonna it's gonna wander off. You're just gonna follow the sheep in in, in front of you. Together they're. They're not going to accomplish anything. They're going to either, you know, eat themselves to death. They're going to uh, be, you know, they're going to be prey, easy prey against predators. They're going to, you know, fall into, you know, rivers and, and die. Now, together, that flock is worthless. And, and not one of them within that flock is doing good. Not even one. We are sheep in need of the good shepherd. We're all, we're all prone to wander. We're all prone to uh, be easy prey for uh, the predator. Um, and we're all, uh, we're all, you know, we, none of us are, are going to live a, a, a good life. None of us are going to do good, not even one. Um, 
we're in need of the good shepherd. We're in need of, uh, of, of Jesus's uh, help, of his peace, of his uh, instruction. And, um, and, you know, without that, um, without that, we are, we are sheep just waiting for the disaster of this world to, to eat us up. So, um, that is, uh, that's my take on, on Romans three twelve. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, come back tomorrow and, uh, hear another, uh, citation to the old Testament. This one coming from, uh, from different Psalms. So, uh, come back tomorrow. Thank you very much.